The following is a pre-recorded show. Welcome to Winning in Retirement with your host, Brian Akers, certified financial planner professional and founder of Akers Financial Group. Now, helping you win in your retirement, here's Brian Akers. Welcome to Winning in Retirement. I'm Brian Akers, president and founder of Akers Financial Group. I'm host of Winning in Retirement, a radio podcast. Welcome to our show today. I will bring in with bring in here with me today is a guy laughing at me, Alex Monk. Good morning, Alex. Brian, it's good to be here. Having fun already. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're able to to be ready for the show today. All right, so today's show is going to be a great show, but we have to talk about about Alex Monk first. So, okay, Alex Monk, you've been working along our side, my side, eleven years plus. Yeah, it's like tw- it's a long time. It's I had hair when I started. You had hair. I, I had proof of that last week. That was an excellent picture we brought up. Hair. Now the hair just grows on the face, which is nice. Occasionally. You're not old enough for it to grow anywhere else. All right. So the show is called Winning in Retirement. And each week we get together and we talk about topics that are that matter to our clients as they're getting ready to retire, if they're in retirement, whatever these categories of life. And what happens is this. We hear lots of information out there and lots of news and lots of actual negative news about our topic today. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, negative news gets people to read articles. And that's right. So negative. And if you promote things in a negative way, sometimes you can get business from doing that. Oh, yeah. So today's show, what we want to do is try to explain to you, is annuities a four-letter word? Is it something that is just offensive or is it something that is useful when it comes to financial planning for your retirement years, we're going to do a show to explain you how they work, how they should work, um, basically what you need to look for and what the, you need to watch out for. Is that fair to say, Mr. Alex Monk? I mean, how many times have you met with someone, just the first meeting, and, and someone looks across the table and says, I hate annuities? Yeah, and I, I don't mind him saying that because I know what they read and I understand what they read. And I said, well, why? What is the reason you, you hate annuities? Is that just because you heard it? Or is have you had a bad experience with something called an annuity? Right, so, so like take away the fear from that annuity word. Like what did they read? Correct. Like it's, a, a, it's variable annuities is most likely what they're talking about. Yeah, so, so today's show, we're going to try to keep it as simple as we can and not get um, too bogged down in the details of design of investments and products, things like that. But we want you to understand, is, is annuities a four-letter word? And then how are they, um, if they're not a four-letter word, why are they useful? We believe that they're useful as a tool in planning for your retirement, for your income, and for money to last a lifetime, and to take the protected side of the investment portfolio, have to have money invested that way. We are going to explain that as we go through. Now, what Alex Monk's talking about right at this moment is that there's actually four types of annuities. We're also going to explain that throughout the show and understand how certain ones have issues and you need to understand why they might be good, when they're good, and when they're not good. These are all very important pieces that we got to piece together throughout the show. Do you want to start something basic, like understanding what a basic annuity is, Alex? Do you have a definition in your head? Well, so when I hear the word annuity, sure, and especially being around in, in Maryland and seeing a lot of people, I, I think of like a pension or oh, yeah. something sure. like that, because you got a lot of people around here that are government employees, state, you know, whoever they well, may the federal be. government, that's what they call it. Right. Your pension annuity. And, and 
so what that seems to them is just this monthly payment. And then when I die, my wife gets 55% or 100% or zero, but there's never any cash value, right? And it's the same thing with teachers. They come in and they're like, well, this is my pension. Um, and, and it doesn't show you a cash value. A lot of times it's just your contributions and your contributions could be like maybe a hundred grand or something. Right. When the cash value of your actual pension could be worth a million. Yeah. Well, well, Typically, a pension, your employer has to set money aside. And so, retirement plans are designed as defined benefit or defined contribution. Defined benefit is where you say to your employee, when you retire, you get a percentage of your pay, and then there's a calculation done, and then the employer's got to set aside enough money to provide that for as long as you are expected to live because they're on the hook for that. And now, the federal government calls it annuity. Local calls it pensions. Um, the idea of pension annuity is one of the four types of annuities that we're going to try to talk about. An annuity is typically designed through an insurance company, an insurance company in itself. So I thought it would be best to explain the differences between what a bank does, how a bank works, and then how an insurance company works. Like an insurance guarantee corporation and where, what that where, means. Where do they make the money? How does that work, Alex? All right. So let's say uh, your bank, you have FDIC insurance. So your CDs are protected by the federal government. Mm-hmm. Uh, and under that protection, um, without getting into real specifics, 250 k per account, per titling. And then the bank's allowed to go out and lend that money, seven cents on the dollar, roughly. Right. So they can leverage or over leverage themselves because the federal government's standing behind them and they make their money on the loans the insurance company has to have all of those monies in reserves so they look at ways that they can take the money invest it over a longer period of time depending on what type of insurance company what their portfolio looks like you know et cetera et cetera but they can make money and they can also offer guarantees along the way all right. So they have a little bit more stringent lockup rules because they're investing for a longer term and they have to have a dollar on hand where the bank does not. Right. So what's happening is that an Investment Act of 1940 created FDIC so that people during the, the Great Depression would actually put money back into the banks at that time. And you've all seen It's a Wonderful Life. It's a wonderful life. They, they rush at the bank trying to get the, all the money out of the bank, and they say you can't because it's all invested in everybody else's house. And through the use of Federal Reserve money, banks can actually operate where they can lend the same dollar out multiple times. So they might have seven cents actually on deposit for every dollar they owe. And banks do make their money on spreads where the bank takes the risk, where they're out there lending money to you. They might lend you a credit card interest rate, might be 10, 15, 25, 30, all kinds of interest rates. And then there's different types of loans, you know, car loans, trailer loans, personal loans, all kinds of interest rates. And then they offer the saver the money for the money market, the most liquid, they give you an interest rate. They actually give you an interest rate now, unlike before. Some places are still pretty low. Yeah, the larger the bank, the smaller it is because they're hoping people don't notice. (laughs) That's my opinion. I mean, people are noticing and moving money out into finding um, 4 and 5% money instead. So the idea is this, is that a bank works off a spread. So does fixed annuities. Fixed annuity companies actually do take the risk. And by doing that, they invest the money directly into bonds and real estate, other styles of investment, even stocks. 
they take the risk on and they offer a way of interest rate. And that interest rate um, is going to be what the investor would get at that time. Yep. And then so that, that annuity itself is a different type of contract too. And that there's some tax deferral, there's some, some different things depending on your titling, et cetera. So it's a lot, it's different in itself completely than a CD. Yeah, so the annuity um, by itself through the IRS code is set up in a way where if you put money in there as a non-qualified, non-retirement account, the money does grow tax-deferred until later. And you also have to avoid taking that money out before 59 and a half because it is a quasi-retirement account in that it can grow tax-deferred. You have no limitation on contributions, those kind of things. But it's a tax-deferred investment to the future, pay tax later type idea. Now, that's typically a deferred annuity which we'll try to cover more and more as we get through. But the basic idea is this, is that the word annuity, is it a four-letter word? Well, annuity is designed for um, having a, a versions of protections or some types of guarantees, and we're going to need to talk about what that means. So the annuity structure and design by itself is designed a lot like a bank when it comes to how they make their money. There's one kind of annuity that you mentioned earlier where people hate hate the annuities, they talk about high fees. The one kind of annuity that does have high fees is which one, Alex? Variable. And how does that make, how does that charge fees and how is that different than a fixed side? So that's like a layer cake of fees, Brian. You got uh, contract fees, basically just to have a variable annuity contract, there's mortality and contract expenses. Sure. Um, Everyone's going to die, so there's some type of death benefit associated, et cetera. So right there, you're usually around 1%. Yep. Ish. And, ish, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, ish means higher, in case you're wondering what ish means. And then you can ish. you can add on whatever you like from there. It's kind of like yeah. going to a drive-through, you know, whatever. You can add on as many options as you want. Lifetime riders, things like that, they all have fees. And then inside that contract, it's actually invested using sub-accounts, mm-hmm. uh, which are just mutual funds built for an annuity company. And they have internal fees as well. So right there, you're looking at what? Two and a half, maybe? Two and a half. You're talking about total overall? Yeah. yeah. Overall minimum two and a half up to four, four and a half, depending on the company itself. So a variable annuity, one reason to consider them a bad investment is the fact that you have internal fees. So rather than like a fixed annuity where we, where we say that they take the risk, they keep the spread, and they give you an interest rate, you um, you know what your interest rate's going to be, and then they take the risk. A variable annuity, you take the risk with whatever investment you choose, and then they make their money off of all the fees, and they add the guarantees through fee-based. And those fees are based on the values. They guarantee the death benefit, but you got to pay for it every year. They guarantee income, got to pay for it every year. All those features in a variable annuity, are they cost you money to have them. And it makes it very sticky in that, and once you put the money in there, if you're getting these like guaranteed income options or death benefit options, it make it really hard to leave if your money is not growing at the same rate. And most likely it's not because you're getting whacked every year with four, four or five percent fees. And it's all internal and they send you in May a big thick book to try to guess what the fees were. <laughs> Understand this. The show today is called Is Annuities a Four-Letter Word? And we're just the at the basic beginning of trying to talk about annuities. Yes, there are good annuities and there are bad annuities. Yes, there are good uses for annuities. And there are sometimes you should never use an annuity. 
It all depends on your purpose for your money. You need to have a good financial advisor guiding you and, and talking to you about your needs and what you need your money to do for you. At Acres Financial Group, we're local. We're independent. We don't report to a big company on Wall Street or a big company in Iowa. We report to you. We have offices in Farst Hill and Lutherville and clients all around the Mid-Atlantic region, all around the country, and even a few around the world. It's so easy to begin winning in retirement. Just go ahead and give us a call and schedule your free meeting with one of our team of advisors by calling 833-WIN-RETIRE. That's 833-W-I-N-R-E-T-I-R-E. And we'll give you a call on Monday to schedule a free in-person or Zoom meeting. Now go, go to acresfinancialgroup.com. Call 833-946-7384 to start planning for your retirement now. If you want to spend your last dollar on your last day, how do you actually do this? We will explain in a moment. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Welcome back to Winning in Retirement. Call 833-WIN-RETIRE now to schedule a visit with Brian and his team and begin winning in retirement. Once again, here's Brian Akers. Welcome back to Winning and Retirement. Today we have a special show for you. I'm Brian Akers. I'm president and founder of Akers Financial Group. And we do welcome you back to the second quarter of Winning and Retirement Radio Podcast. Today, Alex Monk is with me. Alex Monk, certified financial planner practitioner. See, si. Indeed. See, si, that's very good. C is for CFP. CFP, yeah. C is also yes in Spanish. Nice, bilingual. Bilingual, so, you know, just keep them coming. I wish he was. That'd be great. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is, is annuities a four-letter word? And the answer is going to be, we don't think so. When you're thinking and hearing and reading articles, you're going to have people throwing information at you. And whenever you see an article, you got to see where are they coming from? What are they selling? What are they trying to do? Understand when it comes to annuities, I would like clients to purchase an annuity because they know why they need it. Why it, the reason behind why it's useful and how it fits in their design today and throughout their future. The sad part though is most annuities are sold to people. They're sold and maybe it might be an annuity that you don't know everything about. You're signing for it before you understand it. I mean, we see so many people with things that they've had for years. Oh, and they come in and they go, I have one of those annuities. Oh, what is it? I don't know what it is. Oh, Well, bring it in. Let's see how to work with it. Being an independent financial advisor, independent agent, we have the ability to take over as the agent of record, the broker of record of these kind of annuities and help you understand what you have, how to use it, and how to improve on it if there is a way. I mean, it's sometimes it's like these things are great or sometimes they're not. And, you know, companies change. I mean, a couple of years ago, I had a client that brought an old annuity over and the annuity company offered us like way more than the value just to get out of the promises that they had. Absolutely, because interest rates were low at that time. And when interest rates were low, 3% was wonderful. And so if you have some of the fixed annuities or even variable paying 3%, it's time to shop around for something above five, you know? Oh, yeah. All right, so this quarter, one of the, the questions I want to give you, Alex, is this. If you want to spend your last dollar on your last day, how do you actually do this when it comes to annuities? All right, so this is an immediate annuity. Immediate annuity is not one of our favorites, but no. we're going to go over what it, what it does and how it works. So an immediate annuity is, it's kind of like your last your last option, right? Yeah. Um, you, you have just enough money to make it, but not enough to, to live off of your interest, right? 
So you, you take this money, you give it to an insurance company, and they say, all right, we'll promise you this payment for your lifetime and, what, 20 years or 10 years or a certain period. Whatever selection you make. Right. Correct. <clears throat> so you can pick it, and, and they just look at a table based on your age and, you know, your, your gender, how long you're going to live, and they do their math. So you'd have no money but that payment at that time. Correct. On your assets, your net worth, it's no longer an account. Right. It doesn't count against you if you're trying to qualify for specialized housing. I had a case where a lady in her, in her late 80s, we had some money in the bank, too much for her to qualify for subsidized housing. Yep. And so the, the family got together, explained how if you move the money and got her monthly payments, that payment will help her pay her bills. As long as she lives, it'll pay her. And then they'll, we had a certain period of time it would pay a lump sum um, at the end. But generally, we turned it into an immediate annuity lifetime with a with a 10-year period certain because she was already like 85 when we started. But that helped her qualify for the proper house to be in and for her to have that money and then the flow of the cash is coming in every month to help her, her budget. Yeah, and, and that scenario worked out perfect. But that's not normal. We don't use it that much because it locks in today's or actually yesterday's old interest rates um, for as long as you live. Well, and they have to go with you know whatever the, the scenario is at that time. So if life table changes in three years or, or whatever it may be, right. you're stuck. Yeah. So the warning I got to say right now is this. If you're checking a box that says single life. <laughs> Anywhere. You should have big yellow Bright lights warning you, red lights blinking. Well, but, but Brian, I'm going to buy life insurance. You are? No, I mean, that's what I, but guys come in and they tell me. Well, I check single life, but I'm buying life insurance. Okay, you're talking about so, like a military guy who checks a pension box, single life. I'm, gonna buy, I'm going to buy life insurance, but then they never do, right? <laughs> so what I'm saying is this, is if you ever are taking an existing annuity or are at work and you're getting ready to check that single life box, understand that if you pass away... There is nothing left, nothing left for beneficiary, for spouse, or for anyone. And you got to understand that, yes, it would be higher than a joint survivor payment, but is it right thing for a family financial plan? Many times it's not. Especially if you're retiring early or on a disability, any of those scenarios, mm -hmm. don't you got to look at what's the best thing for my family long term. and. Right. So absolutely. So the idea is this. If you want to spend your last dollar on your last day, <clears throat> you can put your money in a media annuity. It'll pay you as long as you live. You can make it joint or single life. And then um, the month after you pass away, it won't pay anybody anything. Now, if you guys have longevity, you might beat the bank or beat the insurance company by them paying you. But there won't be any money left over for beneficiaries. Now, some people, they're all right with that. But I don't think that's a great scenario in the way interest rates have, been, have become over time. We think balance and diversification and understanding tools and how to use income that can last a lifetime that are not where you give up the right to the actual money makes it very important. Yeah, so what you're talking about is a different type of annuity. Yes. You're talking about uh, a deferred annuity with an income rider. And I call it uh, have my cake and eat it too. All right, so you eat cake and you eat it. I'm and sorry. I get to keep my cake. Okay, so, so basically. So you really didn't eat the cake? Well, you're eating it. This is not how I eat cake, but you're eating it in pieces every year, right? Yeah. So you pay a fee to the insurance company, and they say, all right, we'll promise you this lifetime payment. Right. But if you die before the, you know, before the money's gone, we'll give you access to that for your beneficiaries. Yeah. So you have the rest of there. So you still have your, your cake. 
Okay, I'm understanding. So you're not at a party eating cake and then you save it for next year to eat the rest. No, that would no. be pretty that, bad. If you freeze cake, it, it's it's terrible. Yeah. I, I was married and they told you to do that. Don't do that. Oh, my wife and I planned on doing that. And we, <laughs> we, we had it. We didn't even eat cake at our wedding. We said, let's wait till to, to we get back from the honeymoon or a year. And it, my um, family's guests ate it all. <laughs> So it wasn't there. Right. So paying this fee to the insurance company, it yeah. promises that there will be cake. Yeah. I like the promise of cake. But but the idea is this, that if you have anything to annuities, of, of when we're talking variable annuities or even something called a fixed index annuity and you add something called an income rider, there's going to be fees. Imagine that life has things that when you add things to it, it's not free. Imagine that annuities or nearly any investment product that you buy, if you want anything extra on it, like pizza, you got to buy the toppings. You got to pay for them some way, somehow. Understanding what you're buying and why you're buying it and how to use it, very, very valuable. Right. And those fees are very important to know what you're getting, right? Because that's how we get paid. Not in fees from annuity companies, but fees. So if you're paying a fee right now and you're not getting what you think you should, then you're at the wrong place. Right. Because they're going to be fees everywhere. Yeah, so the idea is this. Uh, on fixed annuities, there is no regular fees inside because they make their money off the spread like a bank. That's why well, banks don't really have fees unless you're in a high transaction checking or savings and you don't have a, a big enough balance. That's why they have fees. Annuities, they'll have the fixed designs, basic designs without fees. Once you add variable, you add a lot of fees. If you have riders, you add fees to other type of annuities. So understand when you're looking at these tools or these annuities, what you're looking at and how to make it the best for your situation. Being independent and understanding of these kind of annuities what happens is this, is that at Acres Financial Group, we actually can translate what you have and give you the advice you need, how to use them properly, and how to make a decision on how, how to work with them. Yes, we also are insurance agents that do sell them. We make commissions from them. The commissions can be paid over time, which we typically like to choose because that helps keeps our lights on, keeps, keeps everything going by having a little bit I'm coming every year rather than a lump sum, a commission all up front. Now, annuities, they do say that there's a high commission. The longer you are tie your money up, the higher the commission is. That would be the, the way if you're looking at it. At Acres Natural Group, we'll explain all the fees, all the costs, what, it, what, what we make from it. We'll explain all of that to you up front because we want you to understand what you're buying and why. But understand that not everyone does it that way. Not very, very rarely. Do you see other guys? And I talk to a lot of guys in this business. Oh, yeah. They're like, you tell them what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the, like, yeah. the thing is this, we get paid. That's how we get paid. So you don't have to pay us another way. And so we actually use, use the ability, if there's a commission, to not charge other fees because we get paid one way. Um, that's fee and or commission. We don't get, a, we get paid sometimes in multiple ways, but not overwhelmingly multiple ways. And I want people to know what they're paying me, when, how, so they know where my advice is coming from, but they also yeah. know that there's a value associated with advice I'm giving. Sure, absolutely. So what happens is this. When it comes to annuities, is annuities a four-letter word? That would be a simple question. A four-letter word is something that's um, annoying. 
Uh, I was going, I'm sorry. I was going to say like the word Alex, but I, know, <laughs> I, I can't say that on radio. Oh, no. We're on the radio. <laughs> All right. So imagine four-letter word. It's usually a, something you don't want to say, and I can't say it on radio. My mom's listening. I can't say it. And I usually don't say those words ever. All right. So the idea is this. A four-letter word is repulsive to people. Right. Annuities, some people through articles and information out there say, oh, they're repulsive. Don't touch them. And you say, well, Why? Why are they saying this? Are they a financial speaker that sells books and sponsored by FDIC? Are they someone who sells fee management? Are they what? What are they bringing to the table? Where do they make their compensation? Are they given the best advice? And are they explaining how it could be used in a proper way? You know, and it's real easy to pick and choose who you want to beat up, yeah. but it's not always easy to pick the right one. Absolutely. And it can't, if, a, if an advisor or an agent only sells one policy with one company to everyone they meet, it's wrong. There are so many choices, so many good companies out there, so many policies that can really help you. You need to understand what's right for you. The way we do it at Acres Financial Group is this. We begin by initial meeting, talk about your situation. We call that your financial fingerprint. We go over who you are, what you are, what you own. Like in this case we're talking about today is, well, bring in that annuity policy. Bring in your statement. Let's understand what it is. And then we move forward to see what can you do to make your money um, last a lifetime, make your money do what it's promised to do. So the idea is this. We want that financial plan designed off of your financial fingerprint. It's not about us. It's going to be about you. So go ahead and give us a call at 833-WHEN-RETIRE and schedule an in-person or Zoom meeting with one of our team of advisors. That's 833-WHEN-RETIRE, 833-946-7384, or visit our website at acresfinancialgroup.com. Scroll down to the bottom of our homepage and schedule a meeting right there. Call 833-WHEN-RETIRE or go to acresfinancialgroup.com. How would you feel driving over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge if there were no guardrails? Well, then why would you retire without protecting some or all of your assets? We'll talk about this in a minute. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Welcome back to Winning in Retirement. Call 833-WIN-RETIRE now to schedule a visit with Brian and his team and begin winning in retirement. Once again, here's Brian Akers. Welcome back to Winning in Retirement. I'm Brian Akers. Here with me today is Alex Monk. We are both certified financial planner practitioners from Acres Financial Group, and you're listening to Winning in Retirement, our radio podcast. So welcome to our show today. Our show is called, Is Annuities a Four-Letter Word? All right, so if you already heard the first half, we're going all over the place, talking about all kinds of things, just rambling really quick. I want to dial it back just a little bit and go a little slow for a second. All right. Is annuities a four-letter word? Yes or no, Alex Monk? Maybe. No. No. Okay, it's a No. Or maybe. Well, I'll just go with no. All right. So four-letter word would be something that's always repulsive, always no. So I would say say no. So the answer would be no, it's not a four-letter word. But it's a tool, which happens to be a four-letter word. Tool is. Yeah. So a a tool is something that financial planners can use, financial advisors can use to design a portfolio. When you listen to Winning in Retirement, we want your money to last a lifetime, to last as long as you do. And we want to provide investments and annuities and different investment vehicles into your portfolio mix to make your money meet your needs for a lifetime. The annuities that we like to use are the fixed, are the guaranteed side. 
We are. It is the peace that's going to give you the money that you can rely on and count on to make this money last a lifetime. Now, the simple thing I'm trying to cover is the fact that annuities have a role. We believe that if there's four kinds of annuities out there, which there are, the immediate we covered, we covered the variable, the high fees. We're talking about now the fixed annuity and the two types that are there and how they play a role in making your money last a lifetime. All right, Alex Monk, so what are the two kind of annuities that are fixed and why are they guaranteed? So they're fixed and they're fixed indexed and they're guaranteed by the assets or the financial strength of that insurance company. And that's why you have an annuity contract between you and that company where they are guaranteeing you things such as your original principal and interest after you earn it. It's guaranteed within rules that you have to know how to work with. Right, and it's a, it's an overwhelming contract, but it, it, it definitely makes sense, and especially you know in the last couple of years, Brian, because... How many people out there have lost money in their safe side recently? In their safe side? You're talking about the bonds, right? I'm talking about their bonds. I don't use the word safe with bonds. I don't agree with using that word safe with bonds. Well, they couldn't see my rabbit, my air. Oh, your air rabbit? Yeah. That's what that was? I I was trying my shoulders, you know. Throwing some peace signs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But people lost money on their safe side. Yes, so in a target date fund, in your bond funds especially, you have rotation into lower risk investments, but they are not no risk investments. If you own bond funds especially, you are subject to interest rate risk. Interest rate risk is where you lose principal. Interest rates from the 1980s to about two years ago, interest rates were coming down the whole time. So your bonds made you interest, and it the price went up, so you made both. Your total return was higher than the yield. A phenomenal investment for the last 40 years. But when you're at the bottom and interest rates are starting to go up, like they jumped up last year and they have gone up this year, and they might even level off for a little while, but generally they're up. How do you accept interest that's lower and knowing that you're not going to get all your principal guaranteed. It's a tough thing. It's tough. And then your broker's charging you a fee on it. Yeah. Oh. How are they doing that? Well, let's say it's in a wrap account, right? Let's say yeah. you're at Maryland. What's a wrap account? Uh, so that's an account where, uh, let's say you're at a big wire house. And sure. you, you have a statement and it shows that you have all these stocks, these bonds, these mutual funds. Yeah. And then there's a fee that comes out of that where, you know, your guy... Mm-hmm. My guy, whoever it is, he gets paid. Sure. So inside of that wrap account, let's say you're you're coded as a moderate. Sure. Then you're going to have bonds in there. Right. You have, you'll have short-term bonds making like 1% yield. Minus a fee. Of 2%. Net. Minus 0. <laughs> 0.73. So for 0. me, <laughs> like I want to do the best thing for my clients. If I can give you a fixed annuity, I get paid Outside of the deal, right? The yep. insurance company pays me directly. It doesn't come out of your money. Because the client locks their money up for time. Right. Three, five, six years, seven for years. For a certain period like of time. Right. But I know they're not going to lose money, and I know they're going to earn X, Y, Z. Hey, 4.8 to 5.3 on something on fixed annuities. Fixed annuities are multi-year guarantee. Can you go over the basics of that? Okay. So it's a multi-year guarantee annuity, or short short code is MIGA. Um, so that's where uh, an insurance company says, if you give us this much money, we will guarantee you this interest rate for this period of time. Likened unto a CD, but it's not a CD because it's through an insurance company. Correct. Through their fixed annuities. 
through their guarantee corporation. What is that? So it's a, like, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to say, but oh wait, you saw AIG went under in, in September of two thousand eight. Yeah. AIG Insurance Company went under, but their annuity department did not. Their fixed guarantee company did not go under, but their other um, affiliates, different variances of their company, variable and all kinds of different pieces of insurance Oof. went under and had to get government help for a while. Right. But the guarantee corporation always has to have more than a dollar on hand that it promises in order to get rated by the credit rating. Yeah, you have to have a surplus on hand. Surplus is more than a dollar for what they owe. And they had to work hard to get this, so they're not going to let other parts of the company dip into that. Like it's a it's its own standalone entity. If you read about annuities, you'll find that there have been annuity payouts since the Roman Empire. That's how they created little pensions back then. And then in the late 1700s, early 1800s, by the founding of the United States, uh, annuities started becoming investments by the by English. When it came to deferring and holding money through a, a, a group of people, like a co-op, and it became annuities. And some of the insurance companies we use start in the 1800s. Um, one of my favorite stories is about a baseball player, Babe Ruth, who put his money in annuities some in the early 20s and 30s and still had his money when everybody else in the bank and the stock market went way down. So there are a lot of people that use this fixed annuities when it comes to designing the protected piece of their portfolio. An annuity company is an insurance company that makes their money on the spread. They take the risk. If you do a fixed, a MIGA, multi-year guaranteed um, account, that's going to give you interest over a three- or five-year period. At the end of that five-year period, you'll have a, a, a time period to roll over or not, but that's when you have to decide how you want to use that money. So, or you can take interest only. You know, there's a bunch of different ways to access it, but typically they're harder to get out of than CDs. Absolutely. So in our practical planning, what we do is we say this. You need to have an emergency fund. You need money in liquid investments. Twenty, thirty thousand, maybe in a checking, savings, money market making 4%, something that's liquid. And then you build a ladder. A ladder is over time, one year, two, three. And then those might be CDs and treasury bills. And then you start going longer. You add a MIGA, a fixed annuity into the three and five year. And you're also diversifying. Absolutely. So it's like, wow, look at this, spreading risk and getting higher interest without taking more risk. But what, Alex, what if they want more? They want to make more than the fixed rate to be able to try to beat inflation. They don't want the risk of the stock market. What is the fixed annuity that would fit well with that situation? Now, that's going to be a fixed indexed annuity. Okay, it's so, fixed and indexed. What is that? What's the difference? So fixed being that you're going to have a floor. You're never going to go below you're, what you start at. So you put 100000 in or whatever amount, that, that that's guaranteed for, as right. long as you don't take it out early, it's guaranteed right. that money. Okay. Yeah, that plus whatever their you know, 1% guaranteed interest rate. You know, yeah, the minimum. Semantic. Okay. But then you're going to able to tie your interest to an index. Index such as S&P 500 or something like that. Correct. Now you're like, oh, Alex, this, is, this sounds like a variable annuity. Well, it is tied to an index, but it's not tied to an index daily. It takes a snapshot. So it's either one month or one year, three years, two years, whatever that index is. So you start at point A, and they take a look at point B, mm -hmm. and that's where they calculate your interest. Absolutely. So insurance companies, they are doing the investing, and with through that investing, they come back to clients like ours, and they'll say, we have these kind of things to offer. You put your money in for seven years, 
Each year, we can tie to the S&P, and we'll give you so much of the market up to something called a cap. A cap rate is something that can change every year, but before the year starts, you know what they're going to offer you for that next year. You get to choose during an enrollment period type thing each year. And that cap rate, it's like the cap rate's 8% or 10%. That means if the S&P went up 20, you only get 10. Or if the S&P went up 7, you you get 7. The S&P lost money, what do you get, Alex? You get zero. Get zero. So the market loses twenty, you get zero. That's that's correct. How about thirty? If it loses thirty, yeah, still zero. Zero is hero. That is that is the key to these contracts. Is that you don't you don't participate on the downside. It's sort of like um, taking a ride to Atlantic City. You're going to play games that night, and you take a hundred bucks with you, and you can play. If you win, you get some of it. If you lose, you get to bring your hundred bucks home with you, type thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, the reason that back when I heard about this was right after 9-11. Now, 9-11 was a traumatic event in our country, but also in the financial markets because the volatility of the stocks and bonds happened immediately when the terrorists um, attacked America. Um, And what happened in my mindset is that I cannot let my retirees risk all they have by leaving their money in stocks and bonds, all of it. They need a proportion that would be absolutely protected from anybody that could destroy our plan. Not just higher interest rates, but anyone. So the fixed annuity became a feature in my retirement planning since right after 9-11 because of this. Uh, and for me, it's like I've never had to apologize about it. Mm-hmm. Like It's always a, I'm glad we did that. It's, it's about reaching your goals with taking the least amount of risk. Honestly, we do not need to accumulate throughout our life and then risk it all when we're retired. We don't want to have to go back to work because we lost money in the market. You need some of your money protected, and that's what these are for. So the idea was this. If you're driving over to Chesapeake Bay Bridge, um, they put guardrails up. Because of those guardrails, they allow us to go quickly over that bridge. Imagine going in your retirement years without those guardrails. What if you don't have any guardrails? Would you go over that bridge? You probably wouldn't retire if the risk was still there. Have some protections of your money. Protect your money from the downside because that will matter to make your money last a lifetime so you can enter into retirement and say goodbye to the job that gives you the income that you need. That's exactly what fixed annuities can do when they're properly placed. It is a part of the answer type thing at Acres Financial Group. Go ahead and give us a call so we can talk about your exact situation. And you can go to our website at acresfinancialgroup.com or you can call us at 833-WIN-RETIRE. That's 833-W-I-N-R-E-T-I-R-E. We'll give you a call on Monday to schedule a free in-person or Zoom meeting. Go to acresfinancialgroup.com or call us at 833-946-7384 to start planning for your retirement now. Would you use a hammer to cut a board? We'll talk about the tools you need in a moment. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Welcome back to Winning in Retirement. Call 833-WIN-RETIRE now to schedule a visit with Brian and his team and begin winning in retirement. Once again, here's Brian Akers. Welcome to the fourth quarter of Winning in Retirement with Brian Akers from Makers Financial Group and Alex Monk from Makers Financial Group. Um, this show is Winning in Retirement, a radio podcast that we do each and every week, and we're glad you listen to this show. We really want you to understand a couple of things today, and that's this. Acres Financial Group has a website, acresfinancialgroup.com, A-K-E-R-S, 
the new spell financial group by yourself.com. I think that's okay to do, right, Alex? I think so. I, I usually Google it. I, I, I struggle on financial. Financial is a tough word. Sometimes I'm a I, numbers guy. I do a double N or some, when I'm typing right really too fast. <laughs> it's, it should be one of your favorite websites to so check out Acres Financial and go to our radio tab. Under that radio tab, you'll see all of our past shows, podcast form there. You can listen to them anytime you want. You can listen to bits and pieces of it. You can replay if you find something we said was funny. If you find anything else out on the website you want to find out more, you call us for a free talk. That free talk is available to any listener. As you're listening, anytime you call us, we call, we set up and talk to you. Yes, we're licensed in, what, 29 different states for different styles of investing. We're a national investment advisor representative, so we do work with people um, basically anywhere and everywhere through um through giving proper advice, through planning and implementation when it comes to investments and even insurance and annuity products like we're talking about. All right, today's job of ours is to try to explain to you, is annuities a four-letter word? Now, Alex, you need to make it very obvious at Acres Financial Group, do we feel that annuities is a four-letter word, yes or no? No. Good answer, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Sometimes with Alex, we got to bring it down a little bit because he likes to fly with his, his, his mind just rolling. But what I want to do is this, Alex. This is the fourth quarter. It's time. You got to win the game. You got to understand and help people understand why it's not a bad thing, why it would make sense for people to consider it first, see how it works. And I know you love construction. So I try to make this quarter about you. And the reason is this. If you're doing a project, would you only take one tool? Like, would you take a hammer uh, to cut a board? What kind, What would you do when it comes to your construction projects? I would use whatever the best tool is to do to do the job. That makes perfect sense to me, but that isn't what people do in financial advice out there. No, and, and Typically, they, it's the one tool that they like to do for you. That's it. Well, that's it's a, one-track pony thing. Is it the one tool they know? Is it easier? Like, I, I don't get the theory behind it. But for me, mm-hmm. when I want to set up a portfolio for someone, I tell them I never want to be in a for-sell situation. Right? And, and early... For-sell. Um, explain that a little bit. That me. means I never want to be in the scenario where I have to sell something or exit any type of investment... For money you need. For money I need. Okay. All right. Like, I understand now. Sorry about like, that. I don't ever want to have my hands tied. Yep. Never want that. Never want that. And by doing what, <laughs> what you said, laddering, yep. and having a portion of money that doesn't go down with everything else... I am able to create a scenario for clients where I never have to sell when things are down because I have things that are not going to go down when everything else does. And recently we've been, the markets have shown us that stocks and bonds go down at the same time sometimes. Especially when something's terrible, they both drop. And when they both drop, you feel it. And if that's all of your money, is that the wisest thing, especially when we are relying on our money throughout every time in years. Right. Like do you want to set your plan up to succeed when things are great and not when they're when they're things are bad, it goes terrible? Like plan for the worst, succeed during the best times. Absolutely. So the idea of hammer on a board, have you ever tried that? I have. Okay. How did it work out? I have like thirteen hammers in my house. So different styles hammers. Different styles depending on what you're trying to hit. And they but that you're trying to cut a board, would you use a hammer? Not if you want to finish edge. Not right? if I want to show that board to anyone else. Okay, so <laughs> if you want to eat up a board, you might try a hammer. Hammer would work great. 
All right, so we believe annuities, just like mutual funds, ETFs, stocks, individual bonds, treasury bills, they are all, life insurance are all tools that are in our pockets, and we're licensed to do all of them. Right. And bring whatever tool is needed for the situation. How can I tell someone I'm doing what's in their best interest if I can't access this because I didn't pass that test? I yeah, one way to understand the kind of advisor you're talking to is look at their business card. Read it. If it's a one-sided business card, they're probably not an investment advisor. So if they're giving you any investment advice, you got to question what's going on. You do need to understand whenever someone's advising or selling to you, you need to understand how are they licensed, who are they licensed with. There's, there's paper, paperwork they should hand you explaining how they get paid, when they get paid. That's all very important information, which now is required to be given by everyone, which I think is a wonderful thing. Oh, absolutely. So if you're not getting it, red flag. <laughs> and red flag. I mean, our website, we put it right on our website, people to read. Yeah. Acres Financial Group, it was designed to be an independent financial firm. And the reason is, is we don't want to be told what to sell. We want to figure out what the person needs and then go find it to then implement for the client. And then when life changes, we want to make the change that's needed. We have to have portfolios that are flexible for the times that we have. The ups and the downs, the goods and the bad, we need to be flexible. Our show, though, is different than other radio shows. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're pro-annuity. We're using the word annuity in a show. There are pro-annuity shows that don't use the word. Now, why would that be, Alex? Well, I think some people think annuity is a four-letter word. They do. We do not. We do not. Because you, if you hear a show where they're talking about lifetime income or guaranteed lifetime income, guess what they're talking about? They're talking about an annuity without saying the word annuity. Exactly. And the reason that we like to use the word annuity is why not? Why shouldn't you know what it is? Understand how it works. Understand that people will get paid when they do their job. Understand how they get paid. Now, if if some reason but some people sells an sells an investment to you, and it just happens to be sixteen twenty year lock ins, and they make a, they make a, like double triple the normal commission, that's different than what we're talking about as a proper tool. There are some things out there that are not good investments for people. You need to understand what you're getting yourself into and why you're buying it, why it works, how it would work. Don't just say, oh, trust me type thing. Understand what it is. Right. And, and know what the plan is because your retirement is 30 years, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, you don't want to start it and just be like, well, I think things are going to be great. Like, no one would do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, you, you really wouldn't want to do that. You just want to say, good luck with that. And what will happen is this. One way to define an advisor versus a salesperson is uh, are they meeting with you every year? <laughs> I think that's a quick way to define are they an advisor or are they just a salesperson. Does their email say at AOL.com? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to answer that one. But I was not referencing that in any way. All I was trying to say is that if you have someone who sells you something and then goes away, that is a product sale and it might most likely be driven by the product rather than you, your financial fingerprint, understanding what you have. Now, people that listen to radio shows or go to the free seminars or do other things that are out there might have gotten themselves into an annuity that they don't understand. What can you do for someone like that, Alex? Oh, I see they. I see this all the time, Brian. It's let's see how this thing works. Let's see how it fits. Let's become agent of record. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we don't get paid anything on that, but we get access to information. Yeah. And I can explain to a client, all right, look, here's your options. This is what I would recommend you do with this. Yeah, so on a fixed annuity, if we come agent a record, there's no commission on it. But if there's a variable under the securities licensing, there could be a trail commission to the person who becomes broker of records. So, yeah. so you could get paid some. And we'll explain that, too, as we go through things. Depending on, you know, whatever they selected up front or, you know, whatever type of contract it is, it's different. But typically, you know, I want to tell people, I want to give them all the information, mm-hmm. give them my opinion, and then let them make the decision. All right, so what we covered in the show today is this. Is annuities a four-letter word? Out there is information about not liking annuities, why they're bad, the fees are high. And we covered things such as variable annuities does have a lot of fees. They are a lot of fees. Basically, sometimes they're provided, variable annuities are especially provided through nonprofits, through hospitals, through schools. These are things that are provided throughout people's work. Now, they don't have as many of the death benefit fees inside, but they do have the investment fees inside and are costly inside. And that's, we want to create a different style of plan that's cheaper when people retire from those kind of um, jobs and kind of investment vehicles. Well, especially, like, there's different rules when you retire based on the titling of the accounts. So, mm-hmm. You know, there's so many, you know, different avenues that people can go in to make things simpler and easier. It's just, mm-hmm. it's really easy to, to get a new perspective on it. Yeah, so the best thing that we can tell you is this. So Acres Finance Group, we go through a financial planning process. Part of that is understanding where your money is. We need statements, contracts, understanding what you have. We don't want to do something I call scorched earth, where people sell everything and then they put it in whatever their portfolio that that advisor does. I believe what you have to do is you got to take what you have, figure out how that fits into your future and see what fits, what doesn't fit, what kind of portfolio mix you do need to have for the future versus what you have currently. Yeah, and I hate I hate paying surrender charges or, you know, th- there has to be an extremely good reason to ever exit one of these contracts early and take a hit when yeah. you can just wait. But that happens with some people when they take over an annuity and they'll just surrender it. You might give a hit 5% charge on the way out or something and they just move along. I don't think that's right normally. Yeah. Typically, you got to watch um, what's going on in each case. Typically, when it comes to annuities or any type of portfolio design, it is a tool to be used in planning. We believe that fixed annuities provide the protection on the downside. They provide bond replacements and portfolio design. They provide income that can last a lifetime if properly designed that can grow and in- increase over time and give us some of the income we need. We don't believe annuities are the only answer, the only thing to put your money into. So there is one way, and then there's the counter, which is let's go all safe and never risk any money. We don't believe that either. You need to be balanced. Very, very important. Yeah, and going all to annuities, it, you're, you're almost locking yourself in to not keep up with inflation. you got to have some stocks to balance out safe because you're never going to, without yeah. taking full risk, get returns. Absolutely. So today's show with Alex and I is called Annuities. Is a, is a four-letter word? No, it's not. Is annuities a four-letter word? The answer is no. Um, so today's show by, by Acres Financial Group is our Winning in Retirement radio podcast. And thank you very much, Alex. Uh, we also want to thank you all for listening to our show. We also want you to win in your retirement so by taking advantage of the opportunity to begin planning with us at Acres Financial Group. To schedule your free meeting with one of our team of advisors, go to our website at acresfinancialgroup.com. That's A-K-E-R-S financialgroup.com. Scroll to the schedule a meeting section and let us know you'd like to schedule your free meeting. That's acresfinancialgroup.com. Or you can call us at 833-WIN-RETIRE. That's 833-W-I-N-R-E-T-I-R-E. 
We'll give you a call on Monday to schedule your free in-person or Zoom meeting with one of our team of advisors. Start planning for your retirement now. Go to acresfinancialgroup.com or call us at 833-946-7384. Thank you for listening. I'm Brian Akers from Akers Financial Group, and we want you to be winning in retirement. You've been listening to Winning in Retirement with your host, Brian Akers of Akers Financial Group. Akers Financial Group offers securities through Arcadios Capital, an SIPC and FINRA member firm. Advisory services are provided through Arcadios Wealth. Akers Financial Group and Arcadios do not share any common ownership. Neither Arcadios nor Akers Financial Group provides tax or legal advice. Advice given on winning in retirement is general in nature, and one should seek further advice from their financial advisor, broker, attorney, and or tax accountant before investing. Be sure to read each prospectus carefully to understand all the risks associated with each investment. Examples and scenarios shared are meant to be for illustrative purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results.